Can't wait for summer? Old Navy's huge summer sale starts now. All jeans, all tees, all dresses, and all shorts are on sale up to 50% off. Jeans start at $15 for adults, $10 for kids. Shorts from $12 for adults, $7 for kids. Buy online and pick up in-store for free today. All jeans, tees, dresses, and shorts are on sale up to 50% off. Now at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid 5-6 to 5-12. Excludes in-store clearance, active, licensed, men's packaged, and flag tees. I, <laughs> I've i been playing with a little um, MP3 files, and I'm not sure if you guys actually heard the little intro that I picked out for the show, because uh, it wasn't showing up. I, I really couldn't hear it in my um, in my headset, so I don't know if you guys heard the little thing. Um, I'll work on it. Uh they're still doing the hi-fi uh, testing on um, Blog Talk. If you're getting a weird noise or an echo or anything like that, just um, refresh and try again. Um, otherwise, I have no no way to um, to help you out. Uh, I got nothing. I'm gonna try to. Hmm, it's very curious over here. Anyways. Yeah, do make sure you're not running two windows because the radio show is playing in both windows. Um, ep- tonight's episode is about reader entitlement. It is a um, topic that I have talked about a great deal in the past, and um, I made a decision today ab- about how I was going to handle reader entitlement from this day forward. And so this is actually... It was a perfect question to ask on um, my short show. Uh, The original question is, how do you not kill the idiots that send you whiny-ass self-entitled bullshit? I don't know where they live. That helps. This is where it's handy not to have these assholes in the same room with you. You don't know where they live. Sometimes they live in Australia. I'm not casting stones, Brad. And sometimes they live in Ireland. I'm not casting stones. I'm just... (laughs) I'm not. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. And I want to be very clear about it. Um, I made my show... I made my site today members only for fan fiction... Uh, in the future, the only posts that will be public will be posts where I'm bitching or posts where I'm talking about professional projects that I'll be publishing under the name Kara Marcos, which is coming. And if you haven't seen it in the bitch box, um, it's there. And there's actually a question about it um, in the Ask Me Anything box. So that will come up later in the week. Uh, so, yeah, there will be that. Um <clears throat> I didn't make my whole site members only, 
because of the fact that I'll be publishing um, some original works as Kara, and I want to be able to promo those as freely as possible, which means I couldn't lock the site down the exact same way I locked down Rough Trade. But I did lock it down because, you know, you come to a point when you you have to make a decision, and that's what I talked about on um, Tumblr today about making a decision um, as a writer in fandom. You, you have to decide either you're going to accept these toxic people in your environment and just try to not look at them and not pay attention to them, or you take up you pick up all your stuff and you go home. And a lot of writers do that in fandom. They they just go home and they can't even help themselves and they don't know how to deal with it or what to do with it and they let the hurt, anger and the disillusionment just pile up on them until they have nothing left. And then they just leave. They just fucking leave. They just disappear. And you don't know what happened to them. And as a reader, it breaks your heart because you don't know. You don't know if you don't know what happens to them. And it's and it's and it's kind of like a a death. And um, of course, the only thing being worse than that is when an author actually dies, and you have to deal with that um, that loss of a connection with with someone who who opened you up and and gave you things in in ways that you can't really understand and and you can't articulate because reading and and writing the, the relationship between a reader and an author um can be very special it can be super important to both sides of the fence i'm the first one to tell you that you don't need to as a writer write for your audience you you write for yourself first but i'm also i'm more than willing to admit that the readers that um on my site are are important to me because they um they're generous and they're thoughtful not all of them <laughs> some of them are generous and thoughtful and grateful and they appreciate the fact that I have given them over a million words for free actually did I just not hit 2 million actually it's in that where I'm at right now um it's on my site I I think I'm just a little bit over 2 million words um, so I have, in the past seven years, given fandom over two million words for free. Pull a book right out of my ass and put it on the internet, and it's done and there for you. It takes time and effort and dedication, and I put a lot of effort into my work. And then you encounter someone who is so immensely entitled and ungrateful and all they have all they have in them is toxic bullshit because they can't be happy with what you've done they have to tear it apart in order to feel better about themselves well fuck that and if you have somebody like that in your life you tell them to fuck off You can tell them I said so, too. Fuck off. So that's how you deal with an entitled reader, since you can't kill them because you don't know where they live. And you can't punch them in the face because um, you don't know where they live. You remove them from your face. You unfriend them. 
you ban them on Facebook, you ban them on Twitter, you delete their comments without talking to them, you delete their emails without answering them. And it takes a while to get to this point, and I'll admit that, because when I first encountered some of these people who, who really just shit on my parade, I had a habit of responding and, and feeding trolls because I couldn't help myself. I felt like I had to defend me. I had to defend myself. And you have to um, get to a point where you realize that you don't have to defend yourself. You can ignore them because they aren't important. And the more you ignore them, the more you do not engage them, the more infuriated they will be. You just walk away. You step back from the monitor. You don't. Because it, it took a great deal of effort. I started four different emails yesterday. Four different ones. Because a homophobe, a misogynist, and a dumbass all met in a Yahoo group and had a bash fest in my honor. And I had to wa and I watched it. I didn't have to watch it, but I did. I watched all the emails. Um and I watched them lie to each other about why they were dismissed from my environment, why they were banned from my groups. And what was really interesting is that they all lied to each other about why they were thrown out of my groups and why they were unfriended and why they aren't allowed to comment on my site. You know, the homophobe told the misogynist that he made one little off-color comment and was banned from everything. He didn't make one. He made many. And when I called him out on it, he actually said that he thought gay men were inferior and weak. So, yes, I unfriended his ass. Now, the misogynist got mad because we banned him for author bashing. He took a suspension and turned it into a ban because he <clears throat> he got on his Facebook and spewed misogyny all over it and was just so fucking ugly I couldn't take it. So, yes, I banned him everywhere. And the dumbass was a man in Australia who had to be 100, I don't know how old he is, I mean 50-ish old, living in his mom's basement, um, tried to tell me what a 16-year-old girl would feel like. You don't know. So the misogynist, the dumbass, and the homophobe all walked into a Yahoo group together and became best friends. I wonder if the misogynist knows that the homophobe is homophobic. It's curious. I'd like to know. Are you listening? Because your new friend thinks you're weak and inferior. Because the misogynist is gay, by the way. And the dumbass, he's homophobic too. Because he actually asked me to... Um, uh, I'm pretty sure it was him. It might not have been because I had, I've had several homophobics on my site recently, one of whom asked me if I had any anal sex or any anal play of any kind in my het stories to warn in advance, like put a little warning in the middle of my story, like, whoa, back up, anal sex coming in the middle of my story. I'm not sure if that's the same person or not. Either way, um, 
I'm pretty sure that dumbass in Australia is probably homophobic too. So I'm curious as to know whether the massage in his nose he made best friends forever with two homophobes yesterday. I don't know. I don't know. But if you're listening, dude, you don't make very good friends. Okay? And I might be a bitch. No, no, no. no. I am a bitch. And I'm okay with that. And I don't take your criticism or your (laughs) feedback because I don't think it has any value. And I don't think you've got a fucking thing you could teach me. And to get to this point, took a lot of effort. And I don't take constructive criticism on my fan fiction because once it's published and posted on my site when you can actually read it and be in a position to give me constructive criticism, I'm not going to edit this shit continuously to make assholes on the Internet happy. So I don't take your constructive criticism or your typo bandit behavior. That's what it really boils down to. Unless you want to tell me what you think a 16-year-old girl would think. Because you don't know, dude. You don't have a fucking clue what a 16-year-old girl thinks about because you've never been one. I got off topic a little bit. Because um, I had some bitterness. There there was some bitterness there a little bit. I had a little bitterness. I had to get it out. Because I didn't email any of these assholes. And I didn't tell them how I felt. Because they're not entitled to that kind of interaction with me anymore. They don't get to get email from me anymore. I'm not going to respond to their bullshit anymore. They don't deserve my time or my attention, and toxic people don't. So that's how you deal with entitled readers. If they're toxic and they're making you miserable or they're pissing you off, like those three assholes did, you just remove them from your environment. Set them outside of your mind palace and shut the fucking door. So I did. Today I shut my fucking door. And I banned them by their IP address. The one they log in with the most, which is probably their home address, so they'll have to truck their ass down to McDonald's in order to get a membership to my site with a different email address than the one they signed up for originally. Then they'll log in thinking they can copy and paste all my shit and realize they can't copy and paste all my shit anymore. They can't share it with their entitled fucking asshole crew. I'm just... I'm done. I'm done with that. Finished. Fuck that. And that's... You see writers leave fandom and it ups and it's really upsetting it's really upsetting because you know that they've been driven out by these people who are so fucking toxic and miserable on the inside that they have nothing better to do with their goddamn time than make somebody else miserable or an, make an effort to make somebody else miserable. It's really interesting because I was watch. I was I read um, this live journal that talks about Dear Abby and Dear you know Dear Prudence those those uh, 
agony ant columns, and sometimes they'll post somebody's letter, and the community will get to respond to it, like in private. It's not like they get to respond directly to the reader, just or to the writer of the letter. And this woman found out her husband was an internet troll that he spent most of his evenings. <clears throat> abusing and threatening women online and she's pregnant she's seven or eight months pregnant and she calls him on it and he says it's his stress relief and he's not going to stop and she tells him you need to stop because it makes me uncomfortable i no longer respect you i think we need to see a counselor he refuses to see a counselor so (laughs) he gave up his wife an unborn child for the opportunity for the for the so that he could get online and abuse other women and children it wasn't just women it was children too that he was threatening and abusing in different groups and tumblr and instagram and wherever you know yeah just wherever he could find them he would abuse people as his stress relief and he gave up his marriage and his baby to continue to do that and refuse to seek counseling just to, to seek counseling really so that's the kind of shit you're dealing with these people on the other end of it so don't think about their feelings don't invest yourself in the idea that you might be hurting their feelings by unfriending them or ignoring them or banning them from your site or deleting their comments or not answering their emails. Don't give a fuck about their feelings. They don't matter. Take care of you. Because every one of them is just like that fucking asshole who'd rather get online and relieve his stress by abusing strangers than actually own up to the fact that he's got a mental fucking disorder and needs to go see a psychologist. I'm just saying. Interesting about this bash fest that took place um, was that it took place in a Yahoo group run by an author in the Harry Potter fandom um, who did nothing about it. And I don't blame the author for what was said, but I do have a problem with the fact that the author allowed that shit to happen in their group. I would never let one reader, much less three, pile into one of my spaces and bash an author, a fellow fan fiction author. No way in fucking hell would I let that happen. Not only that, but it all started because someone um, shared a e- an EPUB copy of Harry Potter and the Soulmate Bond. There are no official ebooks for that series because the first season is not finished. Um, so it's not something that I created. They, the, the reader cre- created themselves. It's an unmoderated group, but it's got their name on it. And I'm like, why the fuck would you have an unmoderated group with your name on it? I, I, I don't get it. So 
So my my work was shared without, without my permission in this group, and then when it was shared, the file was announced in the group, which um, started this bash fest. And uh, you know, in the end, like I said last night, the only thing that really bothered me was that they called me a big name fan. And I fucking hate being called a big name fan, whether it's true or not. I mean. I don't accept it as a truth. I understand that that's my status per other people, but it isn't something I've claimed for myself, and I never would. I, um, unless I was being ironic <laughs> or facetious or sarcastic, you know, smart ass. <laughs> because it's so, it's so fucking stupid. It really is. And if you ever meet a writer who's, like, really proud of the fact that they're a big-name fan, I want you to punch them in the face for me. Just, just punch them in the face. <laughs> just say, that's from Kira, you arrogant twat. <laughs> because it's so stupid. It's, like, so fucking stupid. Oh, God. Oh, it burns. It's so stupid. So... I get a lot of grief in fandom for my position on constructive criticism. I don't take it. Um, and unsolicited beta, I don't take it. Uh, I'm not ever going to take it because, like I said before, once I put something up on my website, it is static. I, I might go change it if I want to, but not because someone asked me to. Um and I'm not going to devote seven to eight hours of my day correcting typos, most of which is what that would end up being, because some asshole decides that I've used the wrong word here. Maybe I have, maybe I haven't, and it would make their day better if I would change it. I'm not going to edit my website continuously for your comfort. And that's what it boils down to, your comfort. So next time you feel like you need to nitpick a writer on their own site or on AO3 or on fanfiction.net, which, by the way, I heard was down. I'm sorry. I hope you guys can do that the pit until it's until it's fixed. I I don't know. Um, it's just ask yourself. If you're pointing something out to them because, one, you think they're too stupid to realize that they use the wrong word, two, you want it corrected because it would make you more comfortable, three, you believe you're entitled to inflict your negative opinion on somebody else. If either one of these three things are, are are true in that nitpick moment you've got, I want you to stand up, walk away from your computer, get yourself a snack, and go fuck yourself. I am just go fuck yourself. So no, literally, go masturbate because it'll make you feel better, and it won't even be have to. You, you can just ignore it. Just move on. Don't nitpick people because you never know when you're because you know what one day you're going to be the final straw 
I'm going to share with you my final straw. And it was one sentence in a comment. That I got. If you don't want your stuff archived or redistributed, do not upload it at all. Don't save it on a computer because it can be hacked. Don't write it down either because it can be stolen. So what this person said to me was that basically, as far as he was concerned, I had no rights whatsoever to my own intellectual property. And if I want to keep it safe, I have to keep it in my head. It took every ounce of person that I am not to respond to this person. I did not send them an email, which would have basically been go fuck yourself in 20 point font, um, blinking font. Uh, he Basically, um, if all your shit's going to be stolen, don't put it up if you don't want it stolen. Don't write it down if you don't want it stolen. Otherwise, just deal with it. Right? Right? That was my final fucking straw today, and that's why my site is members only. He also said this. The commentary function ain't for the purpose of people kissing your ass. If you don't want criticism, don't activate comments. Or for that matter, do not upload any contact details either. Beyond their poor grammar, bad spelling, and um, stupidity, apparently... I don't even, you know, it was just like the fight. It was like, you know, there, there's, there's nothing really particular in this, um, in this particular comment that I have not heard before from other people. It was just the final straw. Now, my site belongs to me, so I can decide exactly what I'm going to allow or not allow. It's not public property. So if I say you can't do this, you can't fucking do it. And if you do do it, I'm going to kick you off my fucking site because that's the way it works. And I don't care if it makes you mad, and I don't care if you get on the Yahoo group and tell everybody I'm a big, horrible bitch who, who hurts your feelings. I'll go fuck yourself and your tiny little dick. Okay? Okay? Am I clear enough for you? Because honestly, um, no. Mm -mm. There's never going to be a moment when I'm going to allow that bullshit. I'm done allowing that bullshit. I'm, I'm just not going to do it. So you can get on anonymous blogs and you can get on anonymous 
websites, or you can make a whole fucking Tumblr dedicated to how horrible you think I am. It's still not going to change the fact that you're not welcome in my space, and I can make that decision. Because I decide. I'm the fucking decider around here. And I decide if your comment can go on my site. And I decide if you're allowed to comment. And I decide if you're allowed to read. That's my fucking decision. That's how I deal with entitled readers. I kick their ass to the fucking curb. And you know what? I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry at all. All I got to say about that... You guys have a good evening, and I will see you on the next episode of Short and Junk. Can't wait for summer? Old Navy's huge summer sale starts now. All jeans, all tees, all dresses, and all shorts are on sale up to 50% off. Jeans start at $15 for adults, $10 for kids. Shorts from $12 for adults, $7 for kids. Buy online and pick up in-store for free today. All jeans, tees, dresses, and shorts are on sale up to 50% off. Now at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid 5-6 to 5-12. Excludes in-store clearance, active license, men's packaged, and flag tees. The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. Moon. Yeah. That's Hugo, tickling the ivories. He just saved by bundling home and auto with Progressive. Gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours, Hugo? Send her my condolences. Hi-oh! This next one's for you, too. There's a burglar in my heart. Thank you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations.